Hey, everybody. This is Adam, the host of the podcast you're about to listen to. Just a few things before we get started. First up, in case you didn't know, this podcast is part of the Unpops Podcast Network, and you can hear all of our podcasts. We put out 10 to 12 episodes per week, all different shows. If you like this one, you'll probably like the rest of them. And you get all of that for just $5 a month. It breaks down to something like 12 and a half cents per episode. It's insane. It's the best value in the history of entertainment. $5 a month, patreon.com slash unpops. Go sign up for that if you need some more podcasts in your life. And who doesn't? Also, the Unpopular Opinion team will be doing a live podcast the last Saturday of every month at the Hollywood Hotel, including this month, which, yes, it's a couple days after Thanksgiving, but so what? Come out anyway, especially if you're in Los Angeles. You know what kind of ghost town L.A. is on Thanksgiving weekend. You can drive from wherever you are to where we'll be, which is the Hollywood Hotel, at 8 p.m. The show is free, and you can get there in like four minutes flat just like in the hit Fox television series 24, if you remember that. Also, lastly, we have a sponsor this week, Studio Headphones. If you're looking for a pair of Bluetooth headphones that don't sound like trash, and you know if you have a new iPhone, you need Bluetooth headphones, or else you have to get that adapter and it's all really annoying, check out studiosweden.com. They have a whole lot of options. We use them here at Unpopular Opinion, and they're fantastic. Visit studiosweden.com, enter Unpopular 15 at checkout, and you'll get 15% off. How sweet is that? Anyway, that's all. Thanks. We love you. Enjoy the show. Hello. Welcome to ListCast, where the best things in the world come to be judged. On this episode, who should run for president next? With Olivia Haidar and Samir Suri. Hey, everybody. Welcome to ListCast. Hello. Hello, hello, darlings. How's it going? This is going to be fun. Yeah. It is. Have you, Olivia, have you done ListCast before? Uh, yeah, I've done it before. I believe so. Uh, it was either, a, I think I've done both a ListCast and a FightCast. Yeah, I know you did FightCast, and I know Samir's done FightCast. Right. You've never done a ListCast, right? No, yeah, I did a t- the TV ep- one of the TV episode ListCasts. Yeah. ListCast is like FightCast. It's supposed to be less contentious, but <laughs> near the end, it's definitely not. But it, uh, we'll, we'll explain the rules. I should introduce the guests first. Olivia Hydar. Is that how you say your last yeah, name? That, yeah, you've been right. on a few times, yeah. and every time you're on, I'm like, hey, is that how you say it, that you last know, name? No, it's cool. It, that's literally every time I'm, I'm anywhere doing anything. It's uh, No one knows. I have to keep so much up here. It's crazy because it is phonetic. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's it makes sense from a phonetic sense. But I think sense. people, I think sometimes people overthink it. Yeah, I that's think me. Indians yeah. also could have trouble with it because mm-hmm. the Indians also could have trouble yeah. with it because there's a there's an Indian name Hyder. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it, and it's a it is a there's a it's a common Arabic name in mm-hmm. the Middle East, and there are a few variations that and some of them are like Hyder with an e or yeah, but yeah. This is good. Yeah, good this, pod. this is great. Yeah, <laughs> good pod so far. Feeling awesome. <laughs> Samir, sorry. Such gossip. That is how you say my name. Yeah, I nailed that one. Hey, good job. <laughs> how have you been? 
gorgeous. It's bouncing been, around. It's been a while since you've been on. Has it? Yeah, I think so. I feel like it's been close to a year. Move the microphone a little bit closer okay. to you. There we go. Here. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, I think, close to a year. Yeah, I was on with, with Quincy those two episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, what in the world? No, yeah. so it's been less than a year. Yeah, it's been like, what, when did we do those? March? Yeah, like March, April, something like that. Yeah. Again, scintillating. <laughs> <laughs> We're fucking tearing it up We're for people. We're diving in. So far, This yeah. is worse than watching the technical stuff before a podcast. <laughs> Getting through the small talk is like... <laughs> yeah, me adjusting the cameras was way more entertaining. So we're talking about people who should run for president next on this episode today. And it's, you know, just a fun little thing. We're <laughs> pretending we're still going to have elections yeah. and all that. <laughs> yeah. Just just cute. Definitely won't be suspended uh, no. because of a war with North Korea or no. uh, Iran. It's going to be Africa. We're going to be at war in Africa. <laughs> oh, just, just <laughs> Africa. Uh, well, I have uh, this, all of Africa. It's a campaign I've been on lately, oh, specifically really? South Sudan and the Democratic Republic of Congo and Venezuela. Really? That's going to be our <laughs> trifecta be, yeah. of wars to start. Uh, Mark my words. And you really think they're going to fight back hard enough that it that elections will be suspended? No, I don't think <laughs> that's. I don't think that's why elections will be suspended. That'll just be because all the illegals that are voting. Well, yeah, they'll be part of it. I yeah. think. And but. The thing about post 9-11 America is that we've increased the power of the executive to the point where it's possible for him to suspend elections in case of war times. And he's able to uh, like make Congress go on recess for yeah. an indefinite amount of time. <laughs> uh, That's going to happen, guys. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I don't think about this all the time, so it's uh, fine. It's, yeah, yeah this it's is... refreshing to take a break from all the other stuff I yeah. do to finally talk about politics. <laughs> Feels really good. Well, this is similar to like the. I mean, this happened, you know, the opposite way in Britain. But the PM has a similar power to this to just, you know, call elections whenever or not whenever. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's. Or I believe that may have changed. I think Cameron brought something in that is like every five years you got to do it. Oh, um, really? But I think it was just that recent. I don't know. I, I'm Who not. I, I'm not like. <laughs> I'm not going to claim to know uh, a lot about British politics. I, I just what they tell me on the. News. I know international politics, but only as it pertains to me finding something interesting enough to talk about for oh. a podcast. <laughs> so I know like really specific things about Belarus, but I could not tell you who neighbors Belarus mm. or what's going on there. <laughs> but they got an interesting situation. I know going Irving on. Berlin was born there. Very nice. Yeah. I did not even know that. I just know they're the only country in Europe that still has a dictator. Uh, <laughs> you can't get a man with a gun, buddy. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of people are trying to change that. Right, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> we will fix that, Europe. Don't you worry. So for anyone who has never uh, listened to this podcast before or been on this podcast, I'll run through the rules really quick. We each brought five picks for a person we think should run for president next and we will each go around the room and go through our picks one at a time and explain why we pick them, why we think they belong on that final top 10 list. That's going to take us to a list of 15. That's a whole fucking lot. So then we each go around the room and take turns cutting two from the list. Okay. Uh, you don't have to cut your own. Some crazy people cut their own. But why would you do that? <laughs> You're trying to win this attractive little trophy oh, here oh it's gorgeous. the last one we have i had Good. six and uh i was on a hot streak so i kept them for a while and now i'm down to one so is he covering his junk 
He is no. I think he is bringing attention to his junk. <laughs> oh, boy, like, but uh, either he's way, presenting. he's not. He's not covering that highly no. toned ass. Is, oh yeah, that's very, very impressive. Nice. Yeah, I have such envy. Squat yeah. season in someone's house twenty four seven. My ass used to be so much better. <laughs> So after we kick two off the list, that's going to take us to a list of nine. And then we let someone in the audience save one, which we usually have someone in the audience list a word in the comments. Just comment a word at us that if the, if you're first, you get to do the pick. Unless it's Travis Wolf, who's done it like two weeks in a row. <laughs> let some other people play also. Calm down, Travis. What word should we have them comment just a word to make, like, to yeah. seal to save? It. Yeah. Uh, hey. Hey. <laughs> Let's see. It's going to be Travis Wolf first. He's. I think he's built some sort of algorithm. Je- uh, all the usual suspects. <laughs> hey. Let's do Stephen Parks and Tara Cookson because right. neither of them have done it recently. Sorry, Ann Banks and Jennifer Fendelander and Travis Wolf. You're always first. <laughs> so Stephen Parks gets to do our save. For all I know, he's also done one recently. I don't pay that much attention. And if uh, he somehow dies or otherwise disappears in the course of recording the podcast, then uh, Tara Cookson gets to do our save. How fun. Oh, man, I really hope he doesn't die. I really hope he doesn't die also, not just because it would be a pain waiting on that second yeah, person. Yeah, it would be kind of annoying. <laughs> but it, it's kind of that, too. I also just not a big fan of people dying. I know, controversial. Yeah, that is. <laughs> that's highly controversial. So we should get started. Oh, and I should mention, after they do that save, that gives us a list of 10, and then the people vote on the right. final results. And uh, the top five is the top five, and whoever's pick is number one wins. Wins the presidency? You win the presidency, okay, yes. Okay, cool. Of, oh, my God. Of any country. Oh, whoa, good. Yeah. Oh, we good. get I'm to w- pick one? I'm yeah. willing to move. We Do have, they have to be countries that have presidents? We have set up telecommuting arrangements okay, cool. with all of these countries. Cool, cool. So who wants to go first? I'll go first. <laughs> I, this, was a, this was tough. Because when when Adam asked me to do that, I was like, oh, sure, I can talk about politics. But then I was like, oh, wait, I don't want anyone to run for president. Right. Uh, especially <laughs> anyone who wants to run for president. Right. So in my hypothetical like picks, these are all people who are being coerced by force into running for president under an independent ticket. Right. So I just want to be clear, these are not... Yeah, because we all kind of, I think, took different yeah. paths in putting we our lists together. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. We, we each had a theme, I think. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to start off with my most, like, traditional politician pick and go with Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters. Who's great. She is great. She's, I mean, like, I think we all know who, we all know Maxine <laughs> Waters. Uh, we all, we all love her. She's awesome. She's, uh, you know, good on policy, good on, you know, holding people accountable, which I like. I like that she's not afraid to be a bitch when she needs to be a bitch. And I think that's, that's really that's, admirable. Uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's my top thing about yeah. Maxine Waters. She's great. Yeah. Having a bitch in there. You want a bitch. I, yeah. I mostly want a bitch. We went a little too far in that direction this time. Yeah, he's not <laughs> a bitch. <laughs> yeah. He's just a douchebag. bitch in a different kind of way. He's a racist. Yeah, yeah. 
He's but, a bitch in the derogatory way. Yeah. Not, uh, the, not uh, the cool, ooh, she's not an a empowering bitch. way. Yeah, not the, <laughs> oh, I would just not that, the, but you know, we've talked about that till I'm blue in the face. Have we? Yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> so Maxine Waters. Yeah, I like yeah. that pick. She's, I mean, that's a solid choice. Just, I, I would be surprised if she didn't at least throw her hat in the ring to some degree. Really? I hope she doesn't. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I don't have a. I think I like. Uh, you know, I think we need strong voices in the Senate as well. And yeah, so I just uh, if I think if possible, I'd like to uh, keep people there as well. Yeah, right. Um, That's a good point. And also, I want someone. If I were to have a preference, it would. I would also want someone younger. Uh, I like young people running for office. How old is Maxine Waters now? I don't. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> let me look. Yeah, I don't know how old she is. Should we bet? Should we put a side bet on it? I say 57. Really? Really? I'm going to say 60. She is... She is 79. She we is both 70. botched hey, that God. by terribly black don't crack, as it turns out. <laughs> Holy shit. I was going to say, she did, she did seem a little bit pickled. Yeah. Yeah. So she's So old. on second thought, this is a terrible choice. <laughs> yeah. It's not... Like, look... I, Okay, yeah. She but did she's seem great. like the rel- like a saint relic. She's, <laughs> she's like I said, this is the most traditional pick. Uh, as far as like she's an old person, so they they run for president most of the time, so Yeah, that's yeah, true. Traditional. All right, Samir. Okay, what's so your first my, pick? So the rough template that you mentioned when we were coming up with these was for each party two, you know, one kind of traditional politician and also one like celebrity candidate. I think you took you, you took more the candidate side of it. I took more the celebrity side of it. Right. And but my traditional Democrat, because you gave your traditional Democrat, would be Kamala Harris, whom I have a lot of disputes with on policy grounds. Not to mention that uh, little thing she that that little corruption problem with the ballot titles, which was covered in the Sacramento Bee and nowhere else because nobody cares about state politics. Right. But, you know, the the California Attorney General's office is responsible for coming up with the ballot titles. And which is, you know, when you see on the ballot, there's the name of the bill, and then there's that little blurb that says what it's for. And there was a pension reform bill. This was a few years ago now, back when she was uh, the state attorney general here. There was a pension reform initiative, sorry, which is mm, kind of an important thing to do when as much as government pensions consume nearly 20% of the state budget. Right. And her her office was, I don't know how to put this in a diplomatic way, it lied on the ballot titles to crush a pension reform initiative it didn't disagree with or that it disagree with. It said it was going to, you know, remove some protections for right. current employees. That was not the case. And so I don't like that. And that's why she should run and for president. And that's why she should be president. <laughs> I am talking about a California Democrat, so I was, that was, but the, the reason she should run for president is she is a very charismatic speaker. She knows how to use, what one thing the Trump campaign showed was he who knows how to use social media can get it through. Kamala Harris is, is young enough that she's really good on uh, at using Twitter. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She knows how it works. She knows, she doesn't, She you don't get the sense that she has to, as you did with Hillary, that she has to explain it to somebody who has to explain it, or she has to, you know, say an idea for a tweet, and then it goes to through 27 people before it gets to one person who actually knows how to type it out and put it on Twitter. Yeah. And 
woman of color. She's the direction the party is going in. I think the party wants that. I think a lot of the party faithful, even who voted for Hillary, was just like, it's another white candidate. I mean, there was there, there was the history made angle of it, but you get that with Kamala Harris, too. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. She's cool. I, I guess I'll go. I think if she runs, she will at least win the primary. She's definitely running, right? Like, I feel like that's pretty for sure. She's definitely yeah. going to primary. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if she ran with Keith Ellison. <laughs> that is my first pick. <laughs> Keith Ellison is, uh, I think, also the direction the Democratic Party. Like, they can't run a fucking white person. They just can't. Yeah. <laughs> there, there is no fucking way. I feel like it's neither side idea. at some point is going to be able to. But uh, definitely not yeah. the fucking Democrats. That's not going to fly. Keith Ellison, he, like myself, was on board the, hey, Trump could win. We should worry about right. this. He was on that train way fucking early. There's yeah. that really famous video of him saying that and George Stephanopoulos just laughing <laughs> so hard. And he goes, I know you don't believe that. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, he did. And he was right. Trump there are so won. many of those, like the five of us who predicted yeah. this. It was, I think, you, me, Keith Ellison, and Ann Coulter. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was <laughs> and there was another video yeah. like that on, on, on Real Time where she said it right after he announced and, you know, hooting and hollering. Yeah. Yeah. And Keith Ellison was at least far enough ahead in that respect. He's he's a powerful figure within the DNC. Mm-hmm. They created a fake position just to kind of placate him because they didn't give him head of the DNC, <laughs> which he probably <laughs> deserved. But the thing is, he's a good choice in all those ways, but he also will not win. His past is checkered as fuck politically, and it all ties to the nation of Islam, which the nation of Islam and Islam Mm -hmm. are like Christianity and Scientology. They (laughs) They could not be more different. And his ties to the- Louis Farrakhan, I believe, endorsed Trump at one point. Yeah, well, he like the Nation of Islam has come out since and called Keith Ellison a hypocrite and all this, but <laughs> in the like early late 90s, early 2000s, he was very tied in with the Nation of Islam. And that's the kind of thing once you start looking into like we're talking about a group that thinks white people were created in a lab by an evil black scientist. <laughs> once that comes out in a campaign, you are not going to win anyone in middle America with that. Counterpoint. What if Let's hear it, Yakub. <laughs> what That's what they call white, white people. people. <laughs> what if white people were created in a lab by an evil black scientist? That's a good point. <laughs> we don't know. That is a good point. I it seems just as viable uh, an explanation as some other things. So. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it, but it is one of those things where that is going to, because when you also, when you look into their teachings, it's all very anti-Semitic, like mm-hmm. very heavily anti-Semitic. And that's going to come up. It's It hasn't come up as much in his career because of where he is. He's in Minneapolis, which is a left-leaning city in a very right-leaning state he's also not big enough yeah yeah and the the mini or minneapolis st paul they have one newspaper it's a left-leaning newspaper so he doesn't get the kind of scrutiny he's gonna right. get on the national level it all changes when you become the national when you become the national candidate it's yeah like the, the level of like just scrutiny that you're gonna be under it, it you know, especially as a as a Muslim man, right, running for office is just going to be if, just 
unfathomable. If anything, I could see him running, ending up being bad for Islam in the United States. Like people would. I mean, uh, that's a pe- tough call. People would. Yeah, I mean, it's not like it <laughs> could not get Sadiq worse. Khan, yeah, it's, but it's, not. It's, it's not like. Yes, Sadiq Khan would be like the counterpoint example, which is somebody who is, you know, very mild mannered and has some weird associations in his past, too. But he's not, right. you know, when he speaks, he's not a firebrand. Right. Uh, I think it's it's the firebrand thing combined with the past. Sadiq Khan was kind of able to, you know, yeah. to push to push, uh, push all that under the rug. Yeah. I just don't um, know if anyone who's not a firebrand is ever going to make it on a national scene anymore. You think? Yeah. Obama was <laughs> not really a firebrand. No, but I mean, I said anymore. Anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Things have shifted dramatically in a very bad direction. All right. Olivia. Hey. What's your next pick? Uh, my next pick, let's see. I'll, for my next pick, I'll go with how about that Lin-Manuel Miranda Wow. He's a cool guy, right? I mean, he can barely rap, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought I was But he can barely <laughs> rap about <laughs> politics and make people find it cool. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, like, that's something. He seems like a nice dude, which is also something. Uh, he's from the foreign country of Puerto Rico, <laughs> so uh, won't work. The last time I was in New York, I walked past the Richard Rogers Theater, where, where, where Hamilton was. It was right by the Church of Scientology, and this was at, like, you know, bars were closing. It was that time of mm-hmm. night. So I walked past it. The line of people sleeping outside the theater, this was, like, last summer, was I, I didn't know which was the weirder cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. And know, I love Hamilton, but yeah. it was weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he doesn't want to be president, which, again, is a big plus, uh, I think. <laughs> sure, uh, yeah. You know, uh, yeah, maybe we should just start drafting people. I, that's what that's what I'm saying. If we're gonna <laughs> yeah. have to have a, I mean, I, or we could just not have a president. Uh, having Trump in office has demonstrated that we can just handle it on our own. Fine, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, with just a federal government and no president. But you know, uh, if we have to have one, uh, let's draft them. Make it someone who is smart and kind and seems to know what they're talking about, and just throw them in there and be like, hey, do your best. It can't be worse. So <laughs> we're putting a lot of faith in that guy because he wrote a good play. <laughs> he wrote a couple good plays. Oh, okay. Oh, well, <laughs> it's good too. Yeah, it and, wasn't Hamilton, but it was very good. He has a great Twitter. That's true. <laughs> He's always up at like four o'clock in the morning. Like, good morning, bad time to get to work, and it's very inspiring. He's good looking too. He's also very good looking. He does have that, which is a huge plus. In he's the also short though, and that can be. Oh fun. yeah, and he's got facial hair. When's the last time we had a president with facial hair? Teddy. I yeah. mean, he could shave. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> he looks better with the facial hair. Uh, he does. So he'll yeah, do that's it. why he has it. Probably. I like Teddy. We could do the Teddy thing again. Yeah, I would be fine. Are we talking about that. Teddy Roosevelt? Oh, yeah. I was thinking of Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> Also starring he Teddy would, Roosevelt. Can, okay, can we do fictional characters? Because Teddy from Bob's Burgers. <laughs> <laughs> President Patsy Stone. Uh, America <laughs> Chavez <laughs> from the comic books. Okay. Samir, who's your next pick? My next pick. Okay, so my next Democrat, who is the celebrity, is Barbara Streisand. <laughs> who... <laughs> 
who, because I love Barbara, and that is really my only read. Barbara Streisand, by the way, broke the record for a number one album in six consecutive decades. And if she, oh, are we looking at age? She was born in April of 1942. I was in conf- November uh, I was 2020, she was confirming the spelling of her first name because I know no it's a not traditional. Yeah, there was no, uh, there. she was born with an A in the middle and then she took the A out because she thought, I'm going to be the only Barbara in the world. Um, born this with is- an A in the middle. That's, your, that's <laughs> the name of her biography. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you're right oh she because she keeps saying she wants to write one and <sighs> she did okay this is this i'm kind of shooting myself in the foot here this is you know barbara's finger on the pulse of america in the middle of a housing crisis she did you know she put out a book called my passion for design about how hard it was for her to design her multi-million dollar compound oh um, <laughs> no there's a street of shops in tough. her <laughs> <laughs> yeah she has a street of shop in her basement. Street of shops in her basement to house her antiques. She Perfect. has a windmill in her backyard with, with fish that match the spokes. She has a barn because wait. I... <laughs> wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. The spokes are black and white. I think those were the colors. So she got black and white fish to match the spokes of this 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 windmill that is So the fish upon. just look up at it all the time and go, oh no, that's going to be it out. us. <laughs> We don't behave. So why do you want her to be president? Because <laughs> she got this fish. She is a very prominent Democrat, very influential. She had, you know, she used to, she said, you know, call Bill in the White House uh, when he was president. Um, she's been a big donor to Democratic causes for a while. She did, and including, you know, she's supported Democrats since the beginning of her career. She performed for JFK. There's a there's an iconic photo of her with JFK. And um, so she just has, she has the, the, she's the best, I think, keeper of the Democratic Party's legacy right now, of, of those, of her generation. Interesting. Of the, or of the celebrity Democrats. I think she's the best legacy celebrity Democrat. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, how old is she, though? She uh, will be 78 if she runs in 2020 on election day. <laughs> Again. <laughs> she's not gonna die. Barbara will live forever. <laughs> Bite your tongue. I <laughs> she's she's gonna die at some point. It's gonna happen. Yeah, and it'll be like a year and a half after she takes office, and then it'll be worth it for it that year. Have Fucking half Vice President, President Leah Remini. <laughs> yeah, I was to think <laughs> yes. Oh, this is so good. No, you just made her win. You just this is. <laughs> I, I mean, Leah Remini would be kind of dope, but sure. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take down the cults, <laughs> starting with. No, it's fine. <laughs> uh, Starting with Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, Barbara Streisand. That's that's a good pick. I should do my. I'll do my celebrity. My celebrity Democrat. I mean, this is barely a celebrity. <laughs> uh, I mean, she's a celebrity, obviously, but she w- wouldn't. She would make sense running for president, and that is Michelle Obama. Here's what I like about Michelle Obama. Among the other, I mean, she's got a lot going for. Her. But one thing I like about Michelle Obama, name her biggest scandal. Like there isn't like there isn't one. Like she is one of the few people who there really isn't anything. I mean, there might who knows, there could be, but Well the all the Republicans think she's a trans woman. Well, yeah, I mean there's (laughs) there's that. But like in Well, as we learned yesterday, that can win you an election. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Either that yeah, that can win the <laughs> What a fucking nightmare. That fucking piece of shit guy. Ugh. 
Oh, yeah, I'm so glad he's gone. And by the way... Did you see what his sister posted about him on Facebook? Yeah. Was she was good. like, sorry, you're such a homophobe, bro. Yeah, yeah sorry, you <laughs> deserve suck. to lose. Yeah. <laughs> well, the woman who was unseated him, I wish we had her here. Her big campaign issue was traffic congestion. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that adorable how Northern Virginians think they have traffic? Isn't that so sweet? Uh, Was she lobbying to have traffic congestion? Make it seem more busy. Maybe I should have read this more closely. Uh, Michelle is cool, but are we still, I mean, you think we're going to want to keep going with this whole dynasty thing of like, Keeping the same families running for office over and over again. I feel like I don't want to make that, okay, no more dynasties after the one black family's had eight years. Hey, yeah. <laughs> and now, no. we're, now we're hey. finally like, no, no I, more dynasties. Well, we I definitely with the Clintons, let's, too. I well, definitely get that. Yeah. Like to see Bill's dancing abilities? I think I think her edge. <laughs> I mean, as, as long as... <laughs> said that in the debates. Um, what is the thing... <laughs> One of the th- one of the reasons Michelle is a very good pick is in contradistinction to the last ex first lady we had running, she com- charisma wise Hillary compared very unfavorably to Bill, whereas yeah. Michelle has if as much or possibly more charisma. She had a higher approval rating than Obama. Yeah, leaving she. I think, the office, I think even leaving people office. who don't like. Obama's like I don't like Obama's presidency a, a ton, but like I like Michelle. She seems it cool. It definitely like there are definitely things about Obama's presidency that I would not want carried over into her presidency, and yeah. they inevitably would be. But here's yeah. the thing: I they've, don't know necessarily. Been, she strikes me as more left wing than he is. The, yeah, to some extent, like it. But some of it's just like a part. All of these people that we're mentioning are going to be saddled with the baggage of the presidency, which just comes with basically being a war criminal the second you enter office <laughs> because of right. the engagements that you're were already involved with. So she's going to... But get- I trust her more than most to, yeah, she's to cool. maybe move away from that in terms of really mainstream Democrat names. Yeah. Like I would have more faith in her than anyone. I think. Yeah, I mean, to, yeah, to maybe move away from that because it's not like all our protest votes have moved us away from that now. Oh yeah, no. like motherfuckers got the chaos they wanted, and we're still going to war all over the fucking place. Yes. It's like, not good it's, chaos. <laughs> yeah, it's. Not, I know. Like half the scandal of Niger was why are we fighting in Niger? <laughs> yeah, and it, if you really look into it, it's because of China yeah. and mineral rights and what they're trying to do in the oil market. And I've I've put this conspiracy forth before that I think somewhere someone thinks we need Trump as the face of all the wars we're about to launch. Because anyone else, it would be inexplicable what we're about to <laughs> do militarily. But with Trump, we can just be like, nah, we got a crazy guy in office. What can we do? <laughs> so, and that's the trouble with Trump. I mean, he 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 ran in large part against this. And as you said, you get into office and you're in a morass of generals. And that's partly self-inflicted, too. I don't think he should have surrounded him, willfully surrounded himself with as many generals as he did. Yeah. Right. But you just... get in and you're in this, in the com- the position of commander-in-chief has so much, so much of a, a, it's in the center of a nexus of the, of American military strategy that is, it's hard for anyone to break away from. Yeah. It would be hard for Michelle to break away from. Yeah, it's e- I, I feel like it's easy to say things when you're campaigning. Yeah. 
And then it's another thing when they sit you down and show you the book <laughs> and go, okay, here's what's really happening in the world. And you're like, yeah. uh, okay, send all the fucking warships <laughs> everywhere. Do, do yeah. everything, please. But, well, but I mean, Trump well, didn't read the book. No, Trump. <laughs> Trump someone needed, read Trump the book. It. <laughs> He's like, where are the pictures? <laughs> this sucks. Where are the nudes? Um, <laughs> what we need... Oh, a nude of Robert Mugabe. That's what I want to say. But... Um, <laughs> Mugabe? <laughs> as a younger man, no, actually, the nude I want to see is of, did you see those as as a young man, like when he was starting in politics, Netanyahu? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God, it was gorgeous. But anyhow, the, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I mean, what we need is somebody who gets the briefing, is shocked at all the horrible things that are going on in the world, and comes to the conclusion instead of, oh, we have to go fix yeah. all of this. Oh, this is beyond us. Here's what we need. That's what we, we need. We need someone who's willing to change shit, even if it means they take a bullet, like Bobby Kennedy. Yeah. (laughs) Someone who will get shot on the campaign trail. (laughs) Before he makes it. No, what we need is someone who campaigns on all the traditional shit and then gets to office. Well, maybe that's Trump. (laughs) (laughs) You know, just gets to office and is like, no, never mind. But uh, no, it's uh, well, yeah, yeah well, no, but like more, in reverse, he campaigned yeah. on the unorthodox things and then came into office, and it's just, yeah, New Year, same shit. Yep, yay, yay, <laughs> right. all right, through my stomach's hurting. Samir, what's your next pick? Oh, your next pick, or wait, no, it's I believe it's, it's me. you, yeah. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, it's I'm Olivia's going last, turn. yeah, Olivia. Hey, who's your next pick? My next pick is another person who probably doesn't want to do it because she's an anarchist. Her name is Laura Jane Grace, she's a punk rock singer. Yeah. Uh, she doesn't want to, I know she doesn't want to be president. I know that she doesn't really believe in the presidency as an office and I think that makes her perfect for the job. <laughs> uh I think she'll I think she'll go in and you know, I don't know. <laughs> she could play her own inauguration. That'd oh, be dope. That would be so cool. You know it would be the They're best. They're such a good band. It would be the best inauguration. Such a good band. <laughs> She'd probably get crass yeah. in there to ah It'd be good. It'd be real good. Play Thrash Unreal at the inauguration. That'd be dope. Could get Courtney Love. I yeah, see Courtney Love. It would be play and, an and like and maybe it'd be like her and like. Uh... Do you think she could pardon Courtney Love for murdering Kurt Cobain? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> well, that, yeah, you know, uh, Trump released the JFK t- uh, files. And uh, Laura will release the Kurt Cobain files. they will just reveal that he committed suicide. (laughs) Just like the JFK files revealed that it was Lee Harvey Oswald the whole time. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. there's still more to it. (laughs) Right, but it's a lot of like, who the fuck, what the fuck? We got so bamboozled by the cube. But like, this is, uh, sorry, this is Uh, kind of a side note. (laughs) We're going way Uh, off track. Yeah, I'm going to not, let's not talk about Cuba (laughs) (laughs) just yet. (laughs) I'm not quite there. Uh, but yeah, she's I was a punk like, rocker. We were, yeah. I think she'd be a punk rock president. <laughs> punk rock president. That would be the <laughs> shittiest <laughs> Disney movie eight years oh, later. It's going to be good, though. No, it won't. It'll be shitty. Yeah, but imagine the Disney movie that they're going to make with Trump. I mean, you know, come on. It's got to be better. Probably. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah. So that's what we're comparing it to, the Disney movies that they make about <laughs> Well, the Disney character that looks the most like Trump is Quasimodo. That's true. So we already did that. Yeah. He's too young. (laughs) (laughs) He's too youthful. Um, But he looks craggly, though. Yeah. Yeah. Grandmother Willow kind of looks like Trump. That's actually true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Laura Jane Grace. That's an interesting pick. She's certainly political. Yeah. Super fucking political. Very political. Yeah. That would be... uh, That was her deal. 
And that voice. Got a great voice. Right? <laughs> Return to presidents yeah. with great voices. Yeah. <laughs> oh, she, she'd fucking rock the national anthem. Yeah. But, like, n- not, like, in the traditional way. And she'd <laughs> drop the verse about slavery. What if every State of the Union was just a new Against Me album? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing. Yeah. Wake up to the new State of the Union on Spotify. (laughs) (laughs) Best president. I'd be into that. Yeah. Samir, what's your next pick? Oh, so okay. As you've as you've done your other celebrity, I'm going to do my Republican celebrity, Chris Jenner, the God Empress. Wow. Who is (laughs) Wow? Controversial. So Chris Jenner, contra her her endorsing Hillary last year, I think she was one of those Republican turncoats because in a New York Daily News interview in 2012, Kim said Chris was a Republican. I mean, so she's I think, rich. She's already a Republican. Yeah, and she's, and she's, 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 she's she like a born-again Christian, too. Yeah. She's like very Christian. Um, <laughs> I, know, I don't know born-again, but she's very Christian. But also she, you know... She's one of the trashy Christians, which I like. She's like, I mean, one of my favorite things about the campaign last year was that the wife of the Republican nominee for president was on national TV saying, yeah, she was proud of her nudes. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the kind of Republican campaign Chris would have, which is the only kind I can stand. And uh, It's probably what we're going to get from the Republican party. (laughs) Yeah, no, I know. And the thing about Chris... I think, um, you know, everybody talks about the Kardashians now in terms of, well, say what you want about them. They're ingenious businesswomen. No, Chris is the ingenious businesswoman. Those daughters of hers are the spokeswomen for Chris Jenner's empire. She built that. Wow. How do you know that? <laughs> because she brought them up from nothing. <laughs> Listen to them talk. They don't know what they're saying. They don't know what they're doing. They they have no idea what's about. <laughs> Chris Chris Jenner is the one who built them up. She's the momager. She's the puppet master. Yeah, that could be. And you Maybe. want her to be the puppet master of the United oh. States? <laughs> oh, Ouch! She brought her family to. She brought the Kardashian brand to great success. Did you know they did their tenth anniversary of that show this year? Did anybody think they would be famous for ten years? I mean, I'm a staunch defender of the Kardashians in general. I don't want them running for yeah, president. This sounds like. But I'm saying I don't nightmare. want any of these people winning. But I don't <laughs> like. I don't want any of my picks winning. But these, I want that campaign. And nobody has her finger on the pulse of contemporary American culture, for better or worse, than Kris Jenner. And then she'll have her finger on the button. <laughs> <laughs> what about OJ? OJ could win. Yeah. I want be, OJ he'd be to vice date. President. <laughs> I, want, I want OJ and Caitlyn to start dating. Wouldn't that bring everything full circle? The whole family history <laughs> would just come back. I think... <laughs> this is making my head hurt. <laughs> I don't like any of this. He likes, is Caitlyn blonde these days? OJ likes a blonde. Oh, <laughs> God. I don't know. Not on OJ their OJ is still so hot. What did, what, how did this, like, he came back, and there was that, like, interview of him leaning out the, the, the car window after he got sprung from jail, and I was like, oh, he has that craggy, sexy thing happening. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll do my celebrity Republican pick, and I kind of mean this one. If we're doing fucking reality stars <laughs> that star on NBC TV shows that have a lot of fucking money, 
I trust Mark Cuban more than I trust Donald Trump. Uh, for one thing, he wanted That's a low bar. It's a very, very, <laughs> that is a very low bar. Low. But you have to understand what kind of candidate the Republicans would have to run for me to yeah. vote Republican. The Sharknado Republican. Yeah. <laughs> I Did you know his role? He played him. the president in one of the Sharknado movies. Yeah. I. Uh, the rumor is they it was offered to Trump, <laughs> who turned it down. <laughs> That would have been a better world. Well, they should just trade. Yeah. Because I think they mo- they they each make more sense in those respective Ugh. roles. Speaking of which, the vice president in that movie was Ann Coulter. Bring it back around. Perfect. But, um... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I sh- I should point out again, these are all people I don't want any of these people to be president. Right. Yeah. I just think in terms of who their respective parties should run, I think uh, these people all make sense. And Mark Cuban He's, you know, he's all of the things Trump is, but he's also none of the things Trump is. Right. Like he, like, for I mean, one he's still thing, a sociopath. He's a sociopath, he's a but he's a sociopath who at least knows how to deal with minorities. I mean, he owns yeah. a fucking basketball team, and oh. his players don't uh, hate him. Like you do get <laughs> that we a lot know of you, but you do know there are a lot of. Uh, athletes. Which basketball team? I don't know. Which uh, the Dallas team. Mavericks. Okay. And he, I know all of this football person. stuff is happening that's political, and people are asking me, and I'm like, listen to my voice. I don't have opinions about football. Yeah. <laughs> it's... I don't know. I had to have it explained to me that his name was not pronounced Kaipernik. <laughs> Colon. Colon Kaipernik. <laughs> <laughs> I would prefer to be taking a knee in front of him. That would be my situation. Hey, <laughs> 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 but yeah, Mark Cuban, if we're going to go that route, if it's going to be celebrities, I at least at least make it someone who does have a track record of running businesses without going bankrupt yeah. and ruining the lives of Chris. hundreds of people around him and who Chris also Jenner. isn't Chris Jenner. Yeah. Oh no, that Chris is, is a so big, much better that than is Mark a big Cuban. Plus on Mark Cuban. St- oh. One who stars on a watchable television show no, because Shark Tank <laughs> is good. <laughs> Shark Tank is a good show. Hard disagree. Chris Jenner's talk show over the uh, Ushi it ran for like a summer. <laughs> yeah, wasn't she on? But I would say over talk or was she, she wasn't a a, a host. Or... She uh, well, I mean, she kind of looks like Sharon Osbourne. Who was, oh, yeah. she does. That's Sharon who it Osbourne is. was the one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she does look like Sharon Osbourne. But just bring it back to round to, oh, to one of my other picks in this bankruptcy thing over of a like. About, literally about 500 businesses Trump has had, four of those businesses has gone bankrupt. Barbara Streisand has had at least four flop albums out of less than 100 albums. We do not say she failed in the music business. Okay. Yeah, but I still don't it's want like her to be president. calling a business failure. Is, <laughs> but she's such a good Democrat. She's such a loyal Democrat, Aren't, Adam. Wait, so now we're defending <laughs> I'm, I'm an independent. I, I'm not registered with any <laughs> party. I don't give a shit if she's a good de- Democrat. Yeah, same. She that, in fact, for, makes it worse for me. <laughs> she yeah. was for uh, gay rights before it was stylish, though. But that's well, because she, allegedly the son. Her well, career kind of yeah, depends yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah. There, there is that's, really no Yeah, Sherry is too, but I still <laughs> she, don't trust her politics. She could be a virulent homophobe. I would actually I would actually pick Cher over Barbara Streisand for a nominee. I like I like Cher. Her tweets are cool. Yeah, they've got Cher's lots tweets. of caps. And like the one emojis. today where she was like, hey, Democrats, don't hate us rich people. <laughs> 
I didn't see that, but it makes She was sense. like, that's the direction you're going. You're starting to hate rich people. Oh, it's like, great. Okay, cool. <laughs> she's like, not all rich people. Okay, so she's not so she's not dope, but she's, she's, she's not perfect. No, actually, no one's one, perfect. One so story. I like her use of emojis. <laughs> There were some emojis in that tweet. Hey, so there you go. <laughs> Sorry, the dollar sign, like the money, like the flying money. Yeah. Like, this is what we're <laughs> doing to our dollars, Democrats. Cher has always been a bitch, though. But that's part of the, you know, it's the bitch appeal. Yeah. Cher had, uh, her ex-manager, Billy Samoth, had some stories. He did, like, this interview with the Daily Beast, I think. And he he, he was a chunky fella. Yeah. And uh, she used to call him Bumper because his figure reminded her of a bumper car. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was asked, and in, in this interview, uh, he was asked about Chaz. Billy Samoth was asked about, you know, who? Cher and Chaz. Oh, uh, Cher's uh, trans son, Chaz Bono. I know Chaz Bono. Yeah. yeah. I, I, oh, no, Billy Samoth, Cher's ex-manager, okay. was asked about this. And he was like, I'm sure Cher, Cher has much more problem with the fact that Chaz is fat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can she was see like, that. I know one thing about Cher, and you know, Cher, and I'm paraphrasing, but like, she was like, I know she feels about thin people and fat people, and one thing she has no time for is fat people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that makes. Sense. Chaz Bono's great on American Horror Story. This He's season. a cool dude. Yeah, I would he's really good. I would probably put him on my longer list. Yeah, sure. Why not? He could be Cher's running man. Interesting dude. I, I can go as him for Halloween. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> at any time, just by putting on shorts. <laughs> Great. No, he lost weight now. Who? Chaz Bono. Oh. I did. He has not, according to American Horror Story. Oh, he has not? Well, I mean, some, You did, yeah. too. I, you, you look so yeah. good. Hey, thanks. I'm going to run for president now. I feel good. You should. No. <laughs> Chaz have... had a bit weight loss, Jag, but I guess it, it went south. Well, no, he's or not... maybe they filmed American Horror Story no, like, he's before not, that. He's not, like, fat. No, I'm, so I'm, I, I'm like, miss speaking he's <laughs> i don't remember what chaz bono looked like before he lost weight so he was a, he was a chubby guy yeah i think dude. he would i think he so would. he probably had yeah you're probably right he was he was not he was weinsteinian almost oh, oh okay great <laughs> wow. wow this is a great <laughs> conversation in comparison and everything that's happening is great <laughs> not in any <laughs> other respect than that just that just you know the outline that if you were to stencil them <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Hitchcock style. <laughs> All right, Olivia, your next pick. Okay, so apparently, I'm, I don't, I don't follow sports. We were talking about sports, so I, I don't know much about this next guy. But I found out about him, and he seems cool, <laughs> and he's a f- basketball coach. Oh, and his name is Greg Popovich. Oh, shit! and he hosts. And he coaches yeah. the Spurs, and he's—I don't know That's anything pick, yeah. about him other than his public statements. But he seems very cool. Uh, he's made some statements recently about white privilege and about like the state of politics and race in America, and it—they're all very. It seems like he's the kind of person who listens yep. when yeah. people. Come like tell him their problems, and I feel like that's an important quality in a president. And it seems like he's a yeah, just understanding person, and seems very yeah. cool, like a good dude. And he's an old white guy, which like really flies in this country. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, for not knowing much about him, that's that's a really good pick because I yeah, I didn't think about that, but I think I did actually see something the other day where people were like, 
He should run for office. I, I don't want. Yeah, I think he should be forced to be president. Yeah, he is. Cool. Yeah, there's a really famous clip around the time Trump was. It, it was during the campaign. I think it was one of the primaries that Trump won, and it was a post game interview. And they tell Popovich that Trump won it, and he's just like, "Fuck!" And just like <laughs> walks off. Yeah. yeah, that's an interesting pick, and that. Also, I stand by that working in the NBA, like I, it sounded like I was joking. Yeah. But that is an environment that's going it to seems like the require end- you to deal with a bunch of ethnicities and personalities yeah. that the average business owner or politician would not. I think at least on the coach and down level. Right. Like, where the beat where you're actually like interacting with players on a day-to-day basis right and it but does seem like the nba is a lot more conducive to that sort of attitude oh yeah than sure. like the nfl which seems to stomp down on that sort of stuff well it's just so hard to get to the field in the nfl <laughs> because there's so much space in like the nba you're just right there that's true and i know like, basketball is really the only sport i can watch you know it's fast paced and yeah. it is engaging it's, it's easy to understand they wear those little shorts it's really good. The shorts are nice. <laughs> Football, you s- can't see them. I'm going to say it right now. Basketball for president. Yeah. Hey, uh, how about let's I just run the WNBA. I've been petting your dog this entire time. Winter, I, she's so good. I'm a big fan of the WNBA. How about just the WNBA as the next president? A WNBA oligarchy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The WNBA all-stars agarchy. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Okay, I cool. like it. We're, we're, we're figuring some stuff out. Greg Popovich. That's a good yeah. pick. Samir, what's your next pick? Ooh. I keep saying what because we always do like pop culture shit that's movies <laughs> and shit. These are people. Well, Who's your my, next pick? My next pick could double as a what. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be that robot <laughs> lady. Who's the citizens of Sweden? So it's my pick would be, or or the or the Saudi robot. That yeah, has been or her. To, yeah, has she's also a citizen. Yeah, the that's another thing about like why has more rights in Saudi Arabia than a real woman. <laughs> <laughs> Do they let the robot drive? Can she? <laughs> Well, she does. I don't know if the, does this robot have hair? Does she have to? Does she have to uh, I, wear a veil? I don't know. Oh. I think um, we're getting into some hot button territory. <laughs> that was another thing. It's like Trump ululating about you know how uh, uh, fabulous Saudi Arabia is. I think these are uh, th- these are uh, this is th- they just gave women the right to drive, so they're pretty progressive. <laughs> <laughs> I, I but like I think those kinds of things have contributed to the pushback last night or 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 yesterday. It's like th- these things, you know, you're. His base hasn't turned on him yet. There was a uh, an ABC Washington Post poll over the weekend that's showing that his actual voters, 91% of them, approve. Yeah, there's it's um, still like a 30% approval rate. Just, just right, a no, third and, of this country just hates <laughs> another third of this country. But it's like, well, well but those are also, I mean, th- those Gallup polls are not likely voter polls. I mean, they they sample from just any adult in America. Um, right. But so 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 looking at likely voter polls is different. But like, his supporters are still for him. They just yeah. they're not infused, which is the problem. Which which is because he's not as we've touched on before. If he were focusing on things he ran on, like trade or immigration, as opposed to these tax cuts, nobody cares about. Except you know, a lot of his voters are not even you know they're not making enough money to be in a tax bracket right so who's your next pick yeah crazy oh god this is... <laughs> okay so you uh, 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 took the one I actually would have picked 
but my traditional Republican would just be Mitt Romney again. I feel like he's resistancy. I again, I feel like he has a good chance. I don't like him. I voted against him once. I'd vote against him again. But I feel like he's he's resistancy enough to get the to get the the parts of the traditional Republican base that didn't like Trump and some of the libertarians and 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 those kinds of people, you know, and the Evan McMullen people, that kind of group, but not so much so that his party's base would desert him entirely. Right. A la dumbass pretty boy Jeff Flake. And apparently his uh, his documentary on Netflix is fantastic. I've heard. I haven't yeah. seen it. Seems unlikely. I <laughs> yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't seen it. Uh, I was talking to Connor McSpadden about it. Yeah. And uh, he said uh, there's a scene in there where Mitt Romney's talking about how his uh, religion and his history of flip-flopping are really hurting his chances of winning. And uh, the the person he's talking to is like, yeah, I mean, you could change your religion. And he goes, yeah, it wouldn't help with the flip-flopping, though. <laughs> At least he's got yeah. a sense of humor about himself. Yeah. I mean, terrible fucking guy. Yeah, it seem- and also just seems like one of the most boring human beings on the face of the planet. I yeah, feel like that would be uh, a part of the appeal of a post-Trump Republican. Yeah. What you want about Trump? Yeah, he's not boring. Yeah. He, he ain't is, dull. That is true. However much we may disagree on everything else about him, he ain't dull. Yeah. Um, and he did preside over one of the best healthcare systems in the United States. Yeah. He uh, sold it out and refused to uh, make it a national thing when he was running for president. But, you know, that's yeah. how Republicans <laughs> do. I think there's also a difference uh, between between doing something at a state level and, you know, like yeah, people talk you know. about these European things. Uh, OK, well, it's one thing to uh, administer health care to a population of tens of millions and another to do it to a, to a population of hundreds of millions. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, there's a lot of things about Europe that people don't take into account yeah. when they're like, oh, they, they do it in England. It's like England's the size of a state. Like It's not <laughs> the same fucking thing. Um, London has, I believe, like a quarter of the entire UK population lives in just London. <laughs> There's no equivalent yeah. to yep. that. This is why the, no mayoralty really in America is a springboard uh, to the presidency. But when uh, in the old in, back when the Tories were having the leadership contest, Boris was a big name on the strength of his having been mayor of London. Yeah, I'm just saying this. I'm I'm diverting this conversation to lots of other political areas uh, to disguise really? my lack of enthusiasm for Mick Romney. <laughs> hey, so would the entire country. <laughs> so it's fine. I don't think anyone in the... In- I don't think anyone He's in Republican Romney's Hillary. family is enthusiastic about <laughs> Mitt Romney. So, yeah, I guess, I guess I will go with my next pick. This actually uh, seems like a traditional Republican pick, and that is Jeff Flake, who you just mentioned. But fuck that. I think Jeff Flake should run as an independent. Because I mean, he's sure. already disavowed the 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 Trump regime from the start, so he's got that trust at least built up. There was never really a time where Jeff Flake. But then he still voted with the Republicans on all on everything. He has yeah. looks though that so, that worked for him. He's very good. At, he's yeah. He's very good at doing this Trump era Republican thing of like being like. Oh, naughty, naughty Trump, but I'm yeah. going to vote for everything that the Republicans put forward. So. I just, I feel like at this point, we're going to need a third party candidate for <laughs> Trump to lose. Yeah, all like, minor third parties. There's going to have to be, there's going to have to be three, it's going to have to be 2016 again, but it will have to go in the Democrats' favor. And it's really the only t- option we have. So 
fucking throw Jeff Flake in there. <laughs> I mean, he's very like he's like a pretty idiot. Yeah, because he comes out like he today he proposed what is a very good idea for a law, which is to keep guns out of the hands of convicted convicted uh, domestic abusers. It's so good an idea for a law that uh, this law already exists. It's been on the books twenty one <laughs> years. It it is called fairly straightforwardly. I would have thought easy to Google the domestic violence offender gun ban. You would think you could Google this. Can you repeat that, please? (laughs) (laughs) Um, But, yeah, I just, like, I don't... I mean, I I wouldn't fucking vote for the guy. I don't (laughs) give a shit. He seems like a bad person. I just want him to be a chaos agent for the Republican Party and make things... (laughs) Harder on them in 2020. Sure. You want him to Ross basically. Perot? Kind of. Yeah. 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 That'd be good. That Yeah. Be our, be our Ross Perot, please. He's better That's looking all. than Ross Perot. Yeah. But he also didn't <laughs> organize a rescue mission when his employees were taken hostage in the Middle East. You ever, anyone ever looked into that story? Well, yeah, he has time before the next election. About that. Yeah. Ross Perot, like, did that. He, like, went to, I think it was Iran? It was somewhere in the Middle East, and some of his employees had been taken hostage, and they'd been dealing with the government to try and negotiate to get them out, and they were like, no, we're not going to fuck with that. So he, like, organized this team that went over, and first they were just going to try and break them out, and that didn't work. So one of the guys that was with them, like, organized a riot, sort of, and the like the people just stormed this prison and that's how they got like Ross Pro broke his fucking employees out of uh confinement in the Middle East. So wow. that's impressive, but we didn't vote for that guy. So <laughs> <laughs> what what good I would have preferred him to to I mean I was this I'm showing my age now. I this was before I was born, so, but uh, much less before I could vote. But yeah, I would have preferred him to to either Big Bush or Bill Clinton. Yeah, I wouldn't mind giving him a shot. Why the fuck not? Uh, he seems like a, a crazy person, but also fine. Who doesn't? <laughs> yeah. What, what president hasn't been? No, I agree. I don't disagree. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Olivia. Who's your last pick? My last pick is. Well, I was kind of I was tied between a couple, but I think I'm going to go with Wanda Sykes, Ooh. who's wow. a great comedian and a cool person. Uh, I don't know if any of you have ever seen her live. She's a force of nature, and like I could like talk about being able to like stir the emotions of an audience. Like even when she like when she talks about politics on stage, you like you get that she is intelligent and uh knows her stuff and can like move people. So she's cool. I've also heard rumors she was like a uh spy at one point. <laughs> really? Which I did I have not you got heard my this. vote. Yeah. Because there are here's a lot the thing of people like the Ian Fleming, Christopher Lee. Yeah, here's the thing. As much as I as much as I mistrust the government and all of that, if the CIA ever comes knocking and is like, Look, we need you, I'll be like Yes. <laughs> yes. Well, Whatever it is. That's that chosen chosen one. And thing. then they're Just like, We need eight. you to vote we need you to suppress votes in Chicago. And I'm like, Fuck! <laughs> You're not supposed to work on US soil. God damn it. Uh but yeah, you know, Wanda Sykes, dope lady, uh lesbian. I think that's cool. Oh, think, why does I, that matter? Uh because it gives you a certain <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. I was going to answer. <laughs> I know. It's like a little fag in there. Why didn't I do it? Anyhow. Uh, yeah, that was a big focus for me. 
Because I think that being queer gives you a certain perspective on uh, things. And also uh, being a woman and being black are also give you a very intimate perspective on uh, important social issues. So that's... I like it. Wanda Sykes, she's a dope lady. It's an interesting pick. And I doubt she wants to be president. Which, again, (laughs) for my criteria, is perfect. There's that, too. Yeah. Samir, who's your last pick? The person I most want to win is my independent candidate, and I think would be the likeliest. Okay, so I picked Oprah as my independent candidate. Oh, yeah. (laughs) She is the only American who actually could win a presidential election without the force of a major party behind her. Yeah, if she decided to run, she wins. Yeah. She comes in, it's over. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. I could see Oprah winning. And well, I've heard rumbles about it, too, and I'm not a fan. <laughs> Again, it's this whole celebrity rich person thing. I'm just like, it just makes me Yeah, the thing sick. about... I don't want Gail redecorating the White House. And the That's thing about I'm... Oprah, you've always, just her as an entertainment entity, you always hear, don't piss off Oprah. Yeah. And now we're like, let's make her president. <laughs> she's rich. She, yeah. She's, people like she's her. She's rich. What could go wrong? <laughs> But I feel a like lot. a lot of the yeah. don't piss off Oprah stuff is that is that just based on her being as as influential as she is? Yeah. Or is it just it, or, but, yeah. but it's not it's not based on like actual stories about her destroying people who went after her, is it? I mean, I'm sure it's both. I would yeah, not probably be, a little bit when of both. you're that rich and successful, you've destroyed a couple people. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> true, <laughs> I mean, true. like even if you didn't necessarily mean to, or maybe they deserved <laughs> it, but you still destroyed people. Like you don't oh, get yeah, to be that sure. rich without destroying Phil people. Donahue, if nothing else. Yeah, exactly. Oh yeah, <laughs> wrecked his empire. Sally Jesse Raphael, yeah. like Ricky Lake, he just dest- she destroyed all of these people. She just Jackie Collins had a talk show that uh, they ran, I think, opposite Oprah, and that died. And it was yeah. really good. And she interviewed Anna Nicole Smith, and Anna Nicole made sense, and it was like oh. it was amazing. Hmm. It was one of those five minutes, yeah, where she made sense. Ah, <laughs> oh, right, Oprah. Yeah. That's a good pick. My last pick is going to be a name. I don't think anyone's even going to recognize this guy named Peter Kirsten now. Oh, I love him. I've heard he, his name. I've he seen his is, mustache. I actually, when Trump was running, this is who I thought Trump would pick for VP because it would have been fucking brilliant. But it also would have been, I think, a little too soon given the base he appealed to, which was uh, people in rural areas and Samir. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Peter Kirsten now is... He's been a longtime member of the U.S. Commission on Civil Rights. So that sounds good. He served under o- under Bush, Obama, and Trump. So that sounds really good and bipartisan. Yeah. But what you have to consider there is Bush appointed him. The Republican-controlled Congress under Obama appointed him to his second term. Obama didn't appoint right. him. And then Trump, it hasn't come up yet, but Trump will fucking keep him. So he's a Republican guy who served under uh, both parties on the U.S. Commission of Civil Rights. And he's also the architect of Trump's immigration plan, which is that the the basis of Trump's immigration (laughs) plan, the basis of his immigration plan is that illegal immigration most severely impacts inner city neighborhoods, black people, Hispanic people in inner city neighborhoods. Peter Kirsenow is the person who is the architect of that idea. He wrote a very long, detailed letter to Obama when Obama was in office, uh, basically accusing Obama of not doing enough 
to uh, stem illegal immigration because of what it's doing in inner city neighborhoods. And I've been saying forever that Trump's immigration push is going to go in that direction. He's eventually going to say, hey, this is going to open up yeah. opportunities for inner city areas. Right. Well, this didn't start with. Been his uh, yeah. And this didn't start with with Peter Kirsenow. I mean, I, I love right. Peter Kirsenow. I like this about him. But this this goes back to, you know, I, I can't remember he, if he specifically mentioned inner cities, but he was talking about people not earning a lot of money. Bernie said something like this in a Vox interview. He said open borders was, he called open borders, quote, a Koch brothers policy um, because of the supply and demand argument, which I've made here, which is the more unskilled workers you bring in the country, the cheaper it gets to employ them. This is why Cesar Chavez was a... Uh, an immigration restrictionist, particularly as pertains to illegal immigration, and quite uh, vociferously so. It, I think it, illegal it immigration is sub- great. I just want to be that voice <laughs> yeah, right well, now. Well, here's the thing. I I'm think not, it's awesome. I, I think would like everyone to, should illegally I immigrate. would like to go <laughs> back on record and remind everyone that I am not picking people I, know. I want to right, be right. Right. But I just wanted to have that voice because be out there for the, for, the, for the first time in a few minutes. But... <laughs> But I could see if we get to that point with Trump's immigration plans where it is being presented as this is helping inner city areas. And for some reason, Trump doesn't run in 2020. If this guy runs, he'll fucking win. Yeah, because I I don't know if you've ever seen him, but he looks like a black monopoly. He looks like a black (laughs) monopoly. He's got an insane mustache. Yeah, he's got a crazy fucking curly mustache. Bald. Like he looks like a Peter Kirsten now. He literally looks <laughs> like what a he looks like. And if that guy fucking Very runs well in 2020 on a really staunch immigration thing, he's gonna be fucking hard to beat. Mark my words. He will. Like there's a reason Trump said I'm eventually gonna win 95 percent of the black vote, and it wasn't just because he's Trump and he says audacious things. Like they have a fucking strategy in that way, and I've wanted the left to start acknowledging that. For such a long time. And they never will. They never will. They never will. And that's why we won't win in 2020. The left well, has there a won't lot be elections. of things for Well, yeah, <laughs> that too. There won't be the elections. I mean, even if, I mean, and I know you think, you know, Trump wants to be a dictator. I don't but think I he wants think the, the evidence. I think he's going to be. Yeah, yeah, I think it's like, it's just how his natural instincts push him. It, they push him to want to be in control and to want to he have won, his few Well, people. the evidence of this past year is he's not very good at getting things he wants. Well, he's an idiot. <laughs> yeah, he true. is a stupid, stupid, stupid person. So that makes it hard. He also has the entire government, both parties, working against the things he ran on. Some of this stupid stuff like tax cuts or these horrible Obamacare. He ran on tax cuts. Yeah. (laughs) That was a very uh, He ran on giving tax cuts to rich people. He ran on trade and immigration. All right. So we have to start cutting some stuff now. Yes. Okay. Uh, Olivia, who do you want to cut first? (laughs) (laughs) See, normally this is really hard. (laughs) But I feel like we're all going to be like that. Oh, yeah. I... Okay, I want to get rid of Chris Jenner. <laughs> you mean just as a presidential candidate or just in general? Sure. <laughs> Chris Jenner. I saw that coming. Well, you know, if OJ and Caitlyn team up, maybe they would take Chris out together. I really... <laughs> I just want Caitlyn to be quiet and go away and live a happy life out of the public light forever. Samir, who are you uh, cutting? One of my own. Oh, I, I, uh, Mitt, get out of here, Mitt. <laughs> Mitt Romney. You're cutting your own. Yeah. Aww. I'm eating my own. <laughs> I would have saved Mitt Romney. <laughs> Bye, Mitt. 
Just because I want the Republicans to fucking run Mitt Romney, please. please <laughs> absolutely. I am going to cut... I'm going to cut Lin-Manuel Miranda because I have no fucking time for the celebrity yeah. shit. And he, like, I mean, I know there's a lot of celebrities on the list, but he's the one I know the least about. He's the <laughs> one I would cut. So, yeah, he's the one I trust the least, I guess. Uh, Olivia, who you cut uh, next? Next, I'm going to cut... Let's go with... I want to get Jeff Flake out of there. I mm. really don't like Jeff Flake. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I can see that. <laughs> Samir. Oh. I'm going to take Mark Cuban out of there. He just rubs me the wrong way. That's fine. <laughs> That's understandable. I am going to cut. Yeah, this was all really easy. Normally the cuts are so hard. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to cut. Oh, I'm going to cut Maxine Waters. I forgot that she's like 90 years old. Yeah, she's she'll, she is rather old. She'll be dead before the end of this podcast. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> we can resuscitate Maxine. <laughs> all right. So don't play around with 2017. Stephen Parks is doing our save. Let's see. All right. We need music for this while we're waiting. <laughs> I need like a a theme song. Oh, we talked oh I am and then uh oh. <laughs> I don't think he wants to save any of these people. Yeah, I don't I get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, I he think save we, Lynn. Save he Barbara. Like a good guy. Save Barbara. Barbara's Barbara's. Oh no, safe. she's still in. Oh, oh, he saved somebody who's gone. Oh no, okay. he d- he hasn't done it yet. We're still... Oh, but that's the idea. Yes, he's okay. saving one of the people who got cut. Oh, so one okay. of these six. Chris Jenner, Mitt Romney, Lin-Manuel Miranda, Jeff Flake, Mark Cuban, or Maxine Waters. He saves <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they are. All of them. So does that mean you're saving hey, Chris Jenner? Hey, Maxine. Maxine Waters. He has... She is, again, like 90 years old. <laughs> she is... An old, old lady. All right. So the poll should be up here very soon. I I will go in and vote for you, too, so you don't have to fuck around on your phones. Because okay. you can vote as many times as you want. But the, the poll should be up in a second. I forgot to tell people that, <laughs> that this is where you go to vote. It's putting it in the comments. I was supposed to do that at the beginning of the show. Is there anyone who? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, so the poll should be yeah. up very soon. We'll see what happens. Is there any, who are some of the names that almost made your list that didn't? I had a couple of fictional characters, uh, that I didn't, uh, put on because they're not real people. <laughs> that makes sense. Um, yeah. Which ones? I mentioned America Chavez from the comic books. <laughs> right. America. Oh yeah. Young Avengers. That would be good. Uh, she's dope. Uh, she is an immigrant. Which I think is not, but you know, we're working in fantasy land here. Yeah, <laughs> um, and she comes from a, a pocket dimension. <laughs> that helps. The yeah. utopia parallel. I don't think they're allowed to be president. It's not like Puerto Rico. Um, I also had my friend uh, Luke Vantress from Indiana. Your your friend Luke? Yeah, my friend Luke. I would vote for Luke. He's a good guy. I'd vote for anyone named Luke. He's yeah. uh, he's one of my favorite people and. He doesn't want to be president. Onward, uh, Luke. <laughs> but he, he, he gave you, me Luke. some good choices. Oh, he gave me some backup choices oh. of people. What about Al Gore? Should Al Gore run? Uh, that would be a terrible idea. No. Yeah. I wouldn't. <laughs> I, think, I think he... Hillary uh, had more residual glow of the Clinton years than Al Gore and... and yeah. He says William H. Macy. Either. William H. Okay. 
Like, I like Fargo, but I don't need him to run for president. Uh, Not or, him, but his uh, character on Shameless, Frank Gallagher. <laughs> yeah. he should be or Edward James Olmos, but, like, he has to play uh, Adama from Battlestar Galactica the whole time. <laughs> so if we're going fantasy characters, Smeagol for president. I like that. He would so, blow less hot and cold on things I want than Trump is. Oh, man, is Michelle Obama killing the yeah, popularity oh. contest? The oh, poll wow. has been up. Let's look at the results so far, and then we will leave it up for another three minutes. But so far, Wanda Sykes, number five. Maxine Waters, number four. Ooh. Greg Popovich, number three. Hey. Kamala Harris, number two. Michelle Obama, number one. Three minutes we're going to put on the clock so people hey. have time to go out and cast their votes. <laughs> Peter Kirsenow, way at the bottom. I, I saw that coming. Fine, sorry. Barbara's doing so badly. Aw, oh, Babs. Sorry. I'm surprised at how badly Oprah's doing. <laughs> sorry I know a lot of political names. I am, I mean, uh, uh, I'm pretty happy with uh, all of my positioning. I feel good about it. I feel like I've got my finger on the pulse of the people <laughs> and what the people want. Yeah, it's like, it's hard for me to even want to go in and vote for my own. You can vote one for all of mine. Who were yours? The, those four. And yeah, I'll just vote vote one for everybody. Yeah, do it. <laughs> so not? let's uh, wait, yeah. Kamala. I will I will negate all votes by <laughs> casting one vote for everyone. So we're right back where we started. Right. No problem. Yeah, I thought about Al Gore. I know Joe Biden's talking about oh, running. God, I really hope not. He's it feels one like gonna... a threat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't he as old as Maxine Waters now, too? Yeah, he's an old guy. Yeah, he's guy. up there. He's and in he his also kind of sucks. Like, people, there's this, like, character of him that people have in their minds that is nothing like the person that he actually is. Like, yeah. Like, this Onion character where he's, like, you know, washing his car with his shirt off in the, in the, front <laughs> the White House or whatever, you know, like, but he's just kind of a douchey old dude politician yeah <laughs> so i can see that yeah i've uh i saw eric garcetti on a oh, list Jesus. of people like, no again your, a mayoralty <sighs> is not going to launch you to the presidency in this country yeah and also yeah let's run the guy in charge of the lapd on <laughs> yeah, the democrat exactly. side that's a smart the guy pick. who became mayor off the legacy of his father gil garcetti he of the oj trial right yeah <laughs> like, exactly <clears throat> I don't uh, like any of the. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I don't like any any name that has been put forward seriously. Yeah, there aren't. There's no good good choices so far. But so far, the the results. There's less than a minute left. The results are still kind of shaking out the same way. I'm just shocked. Peter Kirsten now still dragging up the bottom. <laughs> I'm shocked. That Michelle Obama. Who else? Who else? Who are the two other heroes that voted Peter Kirsten out? And by heroes, I mean. Don't actually vote for this guy if he runs. <laughs> yeah, he seems like a monster. Yeah, uh, uh, because that because I know the the immigration uh, strategy that you're talking about and it's a nightmare. And it's oh yeah, uh, it's, well it's a it's a transfer of wealth is yeah, what it is. It's awful. It's, it's letting uh, one community build uh, an economy and then taking it from them and giving it to yeah. another community. Exactly the kind of thing Republicans are supposed to do. But then still undercutting that other community oh, like yeah. they're not yeah, like yeah, yeah, it's yeah. gonna be a lose for everyone oh no yes. one wins all in right a republican immigration policy. so the three minutes are up number five laura jane grace hey. there she is number four wanda sykes hey. number three greg popovich number two kamala harris all right 
Number one, Michelle Obama. Shocker. Michelle, so oh yeah, I shocker. forgot about. I forgot about. <laughs> I wouldn't yeah. mind Howard Dean giving it the old college try again. <laughs> uh, only oh, the old day. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That's how I feel about winning. Yeah, it's probably the like the pinnacle moment of electoral politics. <laughs> it's, it's one of the. It's, it's, it's one of the only things I like about him. What it's right up there with Dukakis losing. Uh, because he looked funny in a helmet. Yeah. Like, yeah. People were like, he that did. guy doesn't look good in the tank. He, he <laughs> did look really bad. He did look really tank. stupid in that tank. He looked so dumb. And it takes tank. a lot to look stupid driving a tank. <laughs> and he looked like the biggest dork. Uh, oh, man. Yeah, it's he like deserved if, it. Fuck it would that. be like if Jared Kushner wrote it. And he was tank. also oh, all God. depressed. Yeah. Remember that when yeah. it came out that he had a therapist and they were like, oh, he fucking dances. <laughs> this guy, he's trying to better himself. <laughs> he gets sad. He can't run the country. Uh, he probably would have been a pretty good president. He would have been okay. Yeah. He would have been like, <laughs> fine. Yeah, he would have been fine. He would have uh, been better than uh, Reagan. <laughs> I think that's uh well, He was running against Big Bush, though. Yeah. Uh, Reagan's a very low bar. He would have been better than uh, Big Bush also. Yeah. He wouldn't have caused our homelessness problem, but yeah, <laughs> it's that true. Was Reagan, no, that was Reagan. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, with his and our gun problem to some extent. Yeah, oh, and he, Reagan. Cre- you know, yeah, yeah. let's not sell him Which short. Was Reagan created Reagan. a lot of our yeah. problems. California. Which was. Deinstitutionalization. Yeah, deinstitutionalization. California by Reagan, pushed by the ACLU. Yeah. It was a very bipartisan thing. Yeah, it <laughs> has a lot to do with our homelessness problem, our yep. fucking yeah. mass shooting problem. Good good times. Yay, Reagan. Yay, <laughs> thanks. Thanks, Ma- Reagan. Thanks for making America Your legacy again. is intact. Uh, so what do we have to plug before we get out of here? I have a... Oh, when God. is this going up? Tonight, the darkest hour at Westside Comedy Theater. Uh, tonight, meaning Friday. Uh, oh, perfect. Nope, nope. This is the following week, so never oh. mind. <laughs> Wait, this is next week? Yeah, this oh, is well, going then. up the 17th. Oh. So we have a live podcast uh, the 25th, which is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. If you've never been in L.A. during Thanksgiving, fucking come to L.A. during Thanksgiving. It's a good time. It's like playing a video game simulation of L.A. where there's no cars yeah. <laughs> and you get to just drive around freely and it's amazing. And you can come see us record a live podcast at you the get Hollywood to see Hotel. All the, com- all the comedians who don't have family. Yep. Really cool. <laughs> or the ones whose careers aren't going well enough to go home and see their family yeah. because some of us also have poor families. It's a good smattering. I like I'm it. joking. I could go home if I want. Uh, <laughs> well, Congratulations. <laughs> I'm going to be in town for Thanksgiving. <laughs> oh, come to our live podcast. I might. <laughs> uh, Samir, what do you have to plug? I, the, the 17th, this goes out? Yep. So the 18th, I'm performing at, my career is really going well, a warehouse in Valencia. Yeah. <laughs> at 8, 8.30, I believe, or 7.30. Is that Anyhow. like Storage Wars warm-up? <laughs> I would do that. The address of it is, because I don't even think it has a name, but I know the address of it is 28470 Westinghouse Place, Valencia, California. That is where I am performing on November 18th at 8.30 p.m. (laughs) Go see Samir at a murder warehouse in Valencia. It's definitely not a trap. Everybody who has heard me on this and wanted to see me die a horrible death, now's your chance. Yeah, you you can do it. Olivia, uh, what do you got to plug? Hi, you can find me on Twitter at hi there, hi dar. Uh, good luck with the whole name thing. <laughs> uh, and 
if you're watching this live, uh, I don't really have any other plugs, but hey, live people, uh, come out to uh, Nerd Melt on Monday, and we're having a benefit for Trans Lifeline with Cameron Esposito and Rhea Butcher and uh, Danielle Radford and Riley Silverman and a bunch of great people. So come out and watch comedy, and then I'm sure I'm doing something after this drops. <laughs> uh, you know, you sure can you look me up. I'll be promoting it half-heartedly. When is the Trans Lifeline show? Uh, that is Monday, Monday, November 13th. Very nice. Go out to that. All right. Let's wrap this up. Samir, say goodbye. Bye, darlings. Good to talk to you again, as always. Olivia, say goodbye. Bye. Goodbye, everybody. We love you. Mwah. <laughs> <laughs>